Alright, we're about to hitch a ride to Philly Ocean's house. We've got a gig, a private gig in Pasadena for a some kind of food food pack, something like that. Um Sounds like that. Food pack. Wow. Nice warm day today. Uber guy's gonna be arriving shortly. So we'll see how that turns out. We've got uh, three shows in a row. Today, one tomorrow, and the next day. We shall see how that how that evolves. Meet driver now, gray Honda Civic. Oh, that might be him. Oh wait. Oh, maybe that's him. Hello. How's it going? I'm good. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Under the rules, they can't challenge her again for another year. Kind of so oh, it's great. I mean, it's actually kind of just starting. Some yelling at me? I think from yesterday was that to ensure that she won that vote, she had to make a big concession. Oh, maybe that... She agreed she would not fight in this election. But she's kind of a dead woman walking, really. Oh, take care, man. Have a good one. <laughs> yeah, that was my buddy. I didn't realize that was his car. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, my God, that's so funny. Yeah. Um, so what do you what do you do uh, outside of driving Uber? Yeah, what do you, what are some of your uh, passions or talents or hobbies? Yeah, what do you like to do? Mind if I turn this down a little smidge just so I can hear you better? Which one of these is the volume? Is this the volume? Oh, look at that. We're, yeah. we're in the future. I know. So what do you what do you like to do? Oh, uh, well, basically telling stories, whether it's filmmaking or like pictures. Filmmaking? Or making pictures and, you know. Oh, that's great. Oh, just, you know the best part, though? When I drive Uber, people take me to, like, different places, right? Yeah. And what I love to do when I'm not driving is actually go check those places out. That's great. So, like, you're kind of a location scout of sorts, right? right? You're getting to check out free locations without having to 
you know, make an appointment to, right. to do it. You, you, you're already just kind of naturally doing it. So as you're driving around, you're seeing these locations, do you start getting ideas in your brain going, ooh, this would be a good spot to shoot, you yeah. know, a film like this? Or uh, just, you know, just relax. Like someone be like, oh man, have you checked out this restaurant? You should go there. Like, oh, that's like the best Argentinian restaurant. Oh, that's oh, great. That's like a good nightclub or something like that, you know? Yeah. And then like when you're not driving or when you want to go out, you'd be like, oh, Wait, this person said, okay, I'm not doing anything. You want to go check out this area of town? You know, like, we do, like, a little drive-by and just go have a beer or, you know, just do something around that area. That, that wow. Told me, yeah. So I bet you've you've met a lot of interesting um, people just through the, through oh, yeah. you know, the time of, oh, of you driving Uber. Uh, you live in L.A., you can I'm thinking particularly for Uber because you you got so many people coming in and coming out and yeah you know you're yeah. it's like all kinds of different people Small and walks of life. yeah um, it's, it's lovely. I love it I love I love, the, I love that aspect of it you know you can't really duplicate it it's, yeah so uh, do you enjoy driving I think you have to enjoy driving for you to do this man because mm-hmm. it's gonna be a nightmare if you don't like driving yeah that's true. That's true. I've I've met some Uber drivers who, you know, they're they're just. <laughs> some of them are miserable because they're just you know like ah you know I hate all the traffic and stuff and it's like but yeah. this is a job you know and then it seems like they're, mm-hmm. you know like a hamster wheel and then I meet other folks like yourself who, they they see the advantages in in driving Uber you know they they they're look they see all the. The good aspects about it right, you know and that's right. kind of what keeps them going day day right. in and day out. Yeah. No, I. I the concept of the <laughs> okay, so this this might sound funny. Have you played Grand Theft Auto? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. So, you remember like there's this motion mode where you pick up people and drop them off. <gasps> That's right. Yeah, like the taxi mode, right? Right. Could, yeah, right, yeah. Right, right. I used to love that. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> so do you have flashbacks sometimes? Know, while you're like, oh like, my god, I'm really I'm doing really it. Doing <laughs> yeah. You're like, I'm doing a side mission right now. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, exactly. Because you'd have the big quest, or right. the, or the, you know, yeah. like those things, and then the, the little side and... things. Right, yeah. right. Or maybe you could drive like a fire engine, yeah, or do a exactly. cop thing, yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah, that's so funny that so you that's, are. That's, oh my gosh, it's like incredible. That's what I'm doing right now, like, in a, maybe someone is like some big guys like controlling the. Controlling <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you're just then, the avatar. You're the video yeah. game guy. And they just yeah. Give you like the, you know, like you have, you know, like how you have like the little screen. Yeah. That shows you how someone is gonna pick up, and then when someone's gonna be dropped off. Oh yeah, because yeah, it, it does look like a video right, game, right? Yeah, I know. That's so, what I think every time I look at the Uber app and I see where the driver is. I'm like, dude, this is totally like a video game right now. I'm watching the route of this little guy yeah. and it's just like a map on Grand Theft Auto just like you're saying and you know it shows where you're at and where you're going and yeah. oh my gosh it is so funny that you're they're using that analogy that is so great so yeah it's, it's, it's very interesting to me Wow, you know it's interesting to hear all the different kinds of. I, I always get excited hearing the different kinds of philosophies and ideas from the Uber drivers who have their cars. Like there was a guy who um, had this nine to five job. He just he just hated it, and he goes, you know, for, screw it. I'm I'm just gonna drive Uber. And he said it was like the spiritual revelation for him to start driving Uber because okay. he 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 realized, holy cow, you know. Now, now the responsibility is in my hands. I'm right. not working for some other person mm-hmm. who's who's telling me what to do. I'm I'm you know yeah, it is up to the, me. Yeah. Yeah, and it just it, it was amazing because 
just the fact, you know, that he could drive around and kind of think about stuff and kind of go into that sort of zen mode. It was just really cool. Now, you were saying that you like to do filmmaking? Yeah. Um, do you have any short films out there? Uh, I have actually just shot one, but I have to edit it. I've got to oh, yeah, you can turn left here. But Do you have a card or anything? Because I, I help co-organize a film festival. Oh, wow. And... Is so, and um, the film festival is September 13th through the 19th the, okay. uh, in 2019. Where is it held? Uh, it, it, in North Hollywood at okay. the uh, NoHo 7 on Lancashire Boulevard there. Oh, it's no. called Kapow Intergalactic Film Festival. We get people coming in from, from Paris, people from the Netherlands, people from all over the world. What kind of and, movies do you guys see? Oh, all kinds. Experimental films, okay. foreign films, all kinds of cool stuff. Music videos. Oh, now man. we're doing podcasts and we're doing public service announcements. All kinds of cool stuff. You know so, what you're going to do? I don't have like the, my card and I, was, I don't have Do you have a piece of paper so, or, or a pen I can write? Yeah. yeah. I'll write it down for you and I'll give you a coupon oh, if you snap. decide you could submit it. Then that way you can get, um, um, it'll be a, um, yeah, it'll be a coupon, so it's so it'll be a lot cheaper. For you. Gosh, usually I kept like keep like a pen with me. Do you have a, a pen in your glove compartment or anything? Oh, let's have a pen. Oh yeah, there we go. Yeah. All right, so here we go. I'm gonna put. Um, all right, so submit it through Film Freeway. That's the service we use. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like without a box. Maybe you've heard of that one too. But filmfreeway.com/slash/kapow. I F F, and then if you use. This this is the one that I was. This was um, I, I was given out to when I was went to Columbia College. Okay. So this will give you forty percent off. Oh wow. Um, so use that. Okay. Is right that now like the submission fee is like. like that? Well, right now the submission fee is like. Uh, so that's a coupon code. Okay. So um, when you submit the film, I think right now it's probably only. Twenty bucks to enter. Okay. So that's a substantial amount when is off. The, when is the pen? So, uh, oh, it's going to be September. Okay. September 13th through the 19th. And then we're on Facebook and stuff. But if you just look up Kapow, once you go to the Film Freeway site, you know, and, Aww. you know, just type in yeah, your favorite yeah, yeah. search engine, you'll find more and more stuff about yourself. But it'd be oh, so man. cool to be able to screen your stuff. <laughs> Oh, That's and also, fun, also, if you like to go out and see live music, this is what I'm doing tonight. Where actually we got a private party. This is a, 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 a yacht rock band I'm in called Yachtly Crew. Ooh, okay. And so we play like uh, '70s and '80s love songs. We play mm -hmm. Michael McDonald and Steely Dan and Billy oh, Ocean wow. and all just good, good soft rock. <laughs> all right. Yeah, and you'll, I think you'll you, you might get a kick out of it. What's your name again? Victor. Victor. Yeah. Pleasure to meet you. I'm you Kurt. Too. Kurt. Yeah. What's your full name? Oh, my full name is Kurt Clendenin. It's kind of a, a three-syllable. It's yeah, Kurt Clendenin. <laughs> All right, man, you take care. There you go. Another another filmmaker. We shall see if uh, if they enter their uh, if he enters his uh, film in a kapow. Hi, it's Mickey Dolan's here. You're listening to Inspirado Projecto. You're listening to Inspirato Projecto Podcast. I'm so excited. I uh, just found, recently found a link where you can submit your podcast to Pandora for consideration. I can only imagine how many submissions they get daily. So they'll contact me to let me know 
and you will be the first to know. Unless, of course, you end up knowing before me and you are listening to this episode on Pandora. It's, uh, it's astounding. I, I, I started this podcast March, March, maybe March, 2018. And I am just astounded and fully grateful to know how many folks have listened to this and, and most importantly, participated on the podcast. Every once in a while, I'll add another soundscape, whether it be a riff, whether it be some music, whether it be some audio poetry or a fun little message left for me through the Anchor app. I I like to insert those in the podcast as a way of, uh, like a beacon, as a way of magnetizing whoever else might want to um, add some stuff, you know, submit some stuff. Oh, thanks. Uh, And uh, because, you know, the cool thing is just knowing that this podcast goes on Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Casts, TuneIn, iTunes, more, I, 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 uh, I calculated it today, there are 32 or 33 places now, apps and directories where you can hear Inspirato Projecto. Now if you, let's say you decide to start your own podcast and you use Anchor, uh, th- you know, they do all that work for you. They they send it off to 13 different places for you. They already do that aspect for you. Um, all of the other places I found was just searching, just different word searches. Submit podcast. Uh, uh, let's see. Submit RSS feed. Things like that. And so my plan is... To write an article on the uh, Inspirato Projecto website, which has not really been updated with all of the uh, extraordinary guests. That that website is pretty much reserved for uh, the people that I have as, as studio guests on K-Chung. And that usually just gets uploaded to Mixcloud. Now... Oh, that's be, that's because a lot of times I'll use copyrighted music. I'll just play whatever you know, whatever whatever music I want to play. But if that episode happens to just be talk, and or 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 that musician's music, and they give me the okay, I'll I'll upload it through Anchor. So submit to me your. Go to uh, inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com. Submit me your audio. I would say around the four-minute mark is good. Around the four-minute mark. Submit that to me so it can be included in the podcast. 
And if you've ever wanted to figure out how the heck to, you know, how the heck do I get my music onto iTunes? How the heck do I get my music onto Spotify? Well, this is probably the easiest way. I just shuffle you right in there into what's already going on with the podcast. I shuffle you in there, and next thing I know, next thing we know, your music is being played on Spotify. Your music is being played on iTunes. All that razzmatazz. It's a fun way of doing it. So, here's a little story of how I met Mickey Dolenz. My friend Dory got us tickets out there in Arizona. I think it was Mesa. And uh, Mickey Dolenz was playing. And, uh, and with the, there was a meet and greet. She got the meet and greet ticket. So while we were back there, this was when I, I didn't even have the podcast yet. This was when I just had Kate, you know, just the radio show. And uh, I asked him, I said, hey, you know, my radio show is the first show, first radio show in Los Angeles to play music, your music, off of the Monkees' Good Times album. It was their first album in, you know, who knows how many years. And so I've always been a big Monkees fan, and I wanted to play their music on there. And... I said, can you do a little promo for me? And so you, um, that's where you hear him. You hear him back there. He's trying to, you know, enunciate. I think he had a couple of drinks. It was just great. He's trying to enunciate it. And uh, so now, now that I got this podcast, I mean, this is like a reusable little giblet. This is a cool thing, too. Uh, if you like Christmas albums. The Monkees put out a Christmas album just recently. Just recently. And the cool thing is, Mike Allred, one of my favorite artists of all time, who does the, the comic book Madman, uh, Madman and also uh, he does a version of 19, uh, Batman 1966 and uh, Ecstatics and also the Atomics. I mean, it's just phenomenal, phenomenal artist. He, he uh, did the artwork for the new Monkees album. Christmas party, it's called, and a lot of fun. Some fun songs are out there as moving comics, so to speak. There, um, it's artwork by Mike Allred, and the 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 camera moves around, and then you see the words spelling out as it's uh, scooting around. So it's really. So it's really neat to see to see that kind of collaboration between these influences in my life. I on Twitter I I would I would uh, continue to uh, tweet Mike Allred and Mickey Dolenz together, and before I knew it, I saw that Mickey Dolenz and Mike Allred were following each other. Next thing I know, these guys are collaborating together. So I like to believe that that perhaps it is from that magic there that these guys are working together now. There we go. There we go. That's nice. That's nice. The ATM wish, wishes me a happy birthday. AI is getting more and more hip to... 
the happenings of the world. We're going to go do a little grocery shopping now. Uh, we'll come back later. I was just thinking how cool it would be while I was editing these wedding videos. I thought to myself, wow, you know, I'm sure you could get wedding video, uh, wedding dresses at uh, thrift stores. I'm sure there are some thrift stores out there. I know my buddy Crafty St. James had like three of them that he was going to do a skit with. And I thought, how cool would that be is if you did some fake wedding photos and you know wearing Halloween masks and it could just be crazy all the guys have similar suits or even you know semi-similar suits and you get the bride out there I think we could have a lot of fun with it a lot of times I'll notice, especially in Wisconsin, these wedding videos that are shot in Wisconsin, when they walk through these areas, people will clap for them. People treat them like they're superstars. It's a very big deal for them out there to get married. It's like a very big deal. And so imagine that. It'd be, it'd be funny just to see how that would affect the populace. Also, it would be awesome to do uh, fake wedding proposals in different areas. That could be fun. So it's almost like set up like a play. So everything is kind of set up, you know throughout that hour, two hours, and all the people who are there at the diner, wherever you're at, they're kind of, or heck, it could even be Disneyland. You know, people around them kind of get to see what's going on, and then all of a sudden, the guy uh, pulls out a ukulele, or who knows what, and uh, asks... Asks their gal to marry him. I've gone every year since I was a kid. And then one summer after high school, I said, I don't want to work here. So I joined this, uh, they call them guilds. It's a little social group. They were all pirates, and they all do different performances and stuff. So... Uh, I go by the name Scrag over there, and uh, I'm, a, I'm a knife thrower guy, me and my little brother. We had a thing for a while, we had a little show, it was kind of cool. We were the Von Cleaver brothers. That is awesome. How long did it take for you to figure out how to how to get them in there? Uh, I, I haven't been training that long. I mean, it's a lot easier than it looks. I'm a bit out of practice now. I haven't done it in a while. I don't really have anywhere to do it. He won't let me do it in the backyard. But uh, Did you grow up watching the Ninja movies? Uh, somewhat. Did that inspire you? A little bit. Oh, you're recording this yeah. nonsense. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I think it might... It would inspire us when we saw the ninja movies. We'd immediately get all the karate magazines, ninja magazines, and we'd look in the back, and we'd see all the, like, nunchucks, the kid next door he got, or nunchakus, 
and uh, even one of them got the claws. You know, the I think it was in Revenge of the Ninja. He climbs up a wall. He's got these little claws on his hands, and we immediately went to those ninja magazines to see if they had them back there. Sure enough, they did. And my buddy got them, and we kept trying to climb the tree with it. We never could get the hang of it. But you, that none of those ever inspired you to want to learn how to throw knives? Well, I mean, sure, everybody watches the goddamn martial arts movies, and they're like, oh, but, uh, yeah. I about hearing, hearing um, uh, Christian and Rob talk earlier, they were they did uh, martial arts in a couple of the same places that I did growing up around Oh, here. wow. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu was it. I did um, I did something called Yangdo One, which is a Taekwondo style that it, that was started by a guy named Byung Yu and his partner Chuck Norris. And they were doing it in CBS Studios. So my little brother and I took, it was like a parking lot in CBS Studios, just down the street from where Eric and I live. So we did that for years, and then we took something called kendo. So Chuck Norris, just to back it up a little, rewind <laughs> a little. You said Chuck Norris was your was your was your teacher. He was not like he was the he was the founder with his partner, but he was not my teacher. Like he came into the dojo one time, and he roundhouse kicked a bell that was hanging over the door, and we were like, oh. and that was, was that it. cool? Was that, that was, crazy to see him do that in person? That was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Because at like that point, you must have seen the all his movies. Yeah. You must have seen like the missing in action movies, and then all of a sudden, there he is. Yeah. All, I love Walker, Texas Ranger, growing up too. But the uh, Renaissance stuff, I guess, came from. This is to, it has nothing to do with the Pirates of the Caribbean, like just the pirate side of it, I guess, but. Truth be told, uh, the Renaissance period take pla- takes place from the end of the 1400s up through the mid-1600s, to be continued. Wow. More on that later, ladies and gentlemen. The time is now 3.30 p.m. I'm on my way down to the loading dock here from Moore Restaurant where we have a private party tonight. I always like getting the elevator sounds. And we're going to be here tonight playing. We set up the stage. We, uh... I think it's one. I think it's one. Or DH? No, that can't be it. So I'm going to get Tommy. He's downstairs. He just arrived. When he gets set up, apparently they have a a room. A uh, I guess there's an apartment above this place that they use for purposes like this. Um, so we'll use that as our green room and get dressed up there. All right. So let's see here. Let's see if we can find Tommy. All right. Right. Okay. I think. I think we're where we're supposed. I think we are where we are supposed to be. I think we are where we are supposed to be. All right. Tommy's over there. I got a cart here with me. There he is, celebrity sighting, the man, the myth, the legend, Hello. Thomas Gardner Jr. Good to see you, Daddy-o. Good Thomas to see you. Bowie Gardner Jr. Thomas yeah. Bowie Gardner Jr. You don't. <laughs> nah, you don't. All, all the way over from Rhode Island area, Providence. That's right. Providence don't you, Island. Don't you forget it. Don't uh, forget Rhode it. Rhode Island, 
Not a road, nor an island. Neither one of those. Talk amongst yourselves. They don't. They don't have roads out there. It's just uh, like dirt. So you see, when he came over here, he thought he could walk everywhere barefoot. Some of these places have these signs, you know, no, there's no shoes, no shirt, barefoot. You know, you can't do that. And uh, so he had to learn real fast. You got to wear shoes out here because where he lived, there were no, no roads. And it definitely wasn't on an island. Definitely wasn't on an island. So. You ever been to Rhode Island? No, but I'd like to. Hopefully someday. We yeah. Have a Yachtly Crew Tour going through New England. Yeah, okay. Off the top of your head, what would be some good venues that, that Yachtly Crew could play at? Uh, the best one in Providence is Lupo's Heartbreak Hotel. Is, and, uh, is that historical? Yeah, well, it used to be, um, it was the Strand, and then the Strand. Oh, I've heard of the Strand. Yeah, and the Strand became... Uh, split up, and then there was a Lupo. Then there was a Lupo's, and there was a, a, a Strand as well. But then the Strand closed down, and then Lupo's back moved back into the Strand probably ten years ago, and now it's Lupo's what? at the Strand. Into okay, so they're still sort of retaining the name the Strand in some way. I to think so. Yeah. Back to it. Now that was originally what a theater. I believe so. Yeah. Because the little that I know about it, it was. Uh, they had motion pictures there. Strand. The Lupo at the Strand. Where else? Where else would you want to go? Uh, there's the smaller version, which is the Met, which would also be good for us. The Met? Same ownership, but yeah, it's called the Met Cafe. Well, it was the Met Cafe, now it's just the Met. What? Uh, how big are either of these places? Uh, I think Lupo's is about. 1800, 2000, I'm guessing. Oh my and God. the Met is 5 to 750, I think. God, it's amazing. So, yeah. What can I loop over my shoulder here? Wait, ladies uh, and gentlemen, I'm going to take you with me. You're going in my pocket here. Here we go. What we need is for this to not fall forward. Okay. So, I can me, carry uh, it. I can carry it. You can carry that? You sure? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we'll do this. And we'll do this. Can you put this over here? Oh, yeah. There we go. Hey, we're at. That video of you going in there in your office and they they wrapped up your desk and your your uh, laptop and everything, that That's was a, incredible. They, they did a good job. They did. They did a great job. How long did they say it took them? Uh, not that long. It was like three people, so it was like an hour or something. And so they just got in this work earlier than you did and they just wrapped it well, all up? Oh, yeah. They... They got my boss to tell me to work from home. Oh! <laughs> for one day. Oh my God, that's awesome. Had the whole day to do it. That's great. Reminds me of when Jim would would wrap uh, uh, what's his name Dwight, Dwight Dwight's yeah. desk. Except there was no nothing under that one. Oh! They just he just wrapped it and made it look like so he sat in the chair. Oh! <laughs> that's great. Nice uh. jumping. You get to hear you get to hear it first here. Oh, did you know that uh, Tape, the band that opened up for us, yeah. is opening for Sweet tonight at the Rose? Wow. Right next door. That is amazing. Yeah. How crazy is that? There's all sorts of synchronicities. Uh-huh. No escaping it. And then David Bowie just, just said a, a synchronicity um, earlier where a friend of his had a... She went somewhere and oh, she's... Oh, we're going to go this way. How do we get up there? Well, I'll help you. I'll help you with that. 
Yeah, we're, we're going to have to go up, up on top of this thing. So his friend, she parked some places. She saw a, Fe- saw a FedEx truck, a UPS truck, and a postal truck. And uh, and then she hashtag it, shit's about to get real. You should have loaded it up here. That's it. true. Yeah. Here we go. And uh, he said he just went out to go get something to eat at Subway. And he saw a UPS truck, a postal truck, and a FedEx truck parked there. Yeah, and, and he just happened to be walking past right as they were pu- pulling out and separating. So, like, for that moment in time, had he not been there at that moment in time, he wouldn't have been able to witness that. So that was the earlier synchronicity, and then we get to hear your story. Good God. Did you just come from work? Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, wait. So your job? Did you bring your laptop with you or something? Oh my God! All right. So we're going up. Uh, we're going up a. Uh, wait one second. Let me just see. Oh no, that's. The, I think that's the elevator over there. Let's see. That was an elevator. Because we're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. That's the one. Because we're not going to the rows. We're going to a place next to the rows. Uh, they parked across the street. I'll, there's a place exactly across the street. And they found a little method to it. Yeah, that's the elevator. Ladies and gentlemen, we're recreating the same path that we took. Let's go get Mr. Thomas Bowie Gardner Jr. Ah, uh, I believe we have. Whoops, no, second floor. Come on. There he is. What's up, dude? Hey, guys. What's up, man? Haven't seen you in a while. I know. What you been up to? Working, rocking, rocking, and working. Oh, is Mr. Tommy playing? He's a rockin' network. Is Mr. Tommy playing more than one band? No, well, I have a job too, so. Oh, literally working and rocking. Well, I have my own band too. I have uh, my own solo stuff. That's cool. Oh, dude. What do you do for work? Thank you. Uh, I'm in publicity. I'm in carry this, so it's a, it's a little less tippy. Yeah, I think we're okay. Are you sure? Should we go on this way? We're going this way. Oh, sorry. Going. You sure I can't carry something over here? We're okay. All right. I know this podcast is pretty heavy. Take your time. I'm in the rush. Do this. There we go. Let her go. There we go. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, he took my pedal board, huh? Yeah, keep this. Where does it go? Yeah. If you want. Or just carry it. Whatever you want. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's nice. That's really, that's really nice. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. Cut. we got a sideways. We'll be back. You know, yeah. I mean, no, it's less okay, so right who, there in front of who was place. it that, saw, that first saw this? So her name is uh, Emily, and she lives in Kansas City. Her husband, Larry, bass player, used to be a Molotov grasshopper with... Um, he works for UPS, so he drives a UPS truck. And the other day, she was walking down her neighborhood or somebody's neighborhood, and there was a UPS truck 
a, a FedEx truck and a mail truck all parked on the same side of the street, all in different directions, though. So it looked like a wreck or something. What a, so she, she hashtags, you know, shit's about to get real. So today... I'm down across the street in Pasadena here, jump, walk out of a restaurant, and look, look down the sidewalk, and lo and behold, I've got a UPS truck, a FedEx truck, and a mail truck oh all lined God. up back to back to back. So of course, I, I had to repay the favor and give her the same hashtag, and shit's about to get real. Oh my God. So that's on Facebook what are they, my page. How often do you ever get a chance to even see something like that? It's, Just the, the three of them together? It's, I mean, during this time of the year, it's probably not that uncommon because of the, the parking spots for the quick delivery point. But just the fact that it happened yesterday in Kansas City, and then it happened today in Pasadena, and I just happened to be walking by and noticed right. it right before they all pulled out. Yeah. I mean, oh just. Oh, my God, that's incredible. The timing. Because you could have gone at any other time and not and seen not it. not seen all three of them. Oh, my so God. God that's that hilarious. Tomorrow, tonight, Johnny's playing at Santa Clarita. Yeah. Canyon Club. Yeah. We're playing tomorrow night at Santa Clarita Canyon Club. Right. And then Birdo's playing on Saturday. Back to back to back. And you know what's so crazy? That's so wild. Is that um, that band Tape, Tape opened up at St. Rock. They're opening up for Sweet at, at whatever Rose, this is. The Rose. the Rose. Right behind the venue, right across the sidewalk from where we're playing Dude, tonight. Dude, that is incredible. Oh, my God. Triple mind. I just love how this stuff evolves. I just love it. I love it. Thank you. I appreciate it. We're on the patio, Some dessert and coffee? No, we're, we're, we're gonna, you can oh, get a gotcha. coffee, but we got, you can't have it. Oh, okay, will they bring it to our room, you think? No, we'll just get oh. a coffee and bring it up. Don't hang out here because we don't want to. They were also assumed you told not to hang out here. Just get a coffee from that. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Get some coffee. Go and tell them we're doing some raffle prizes. Doing it. You heard it. You heard it. It's happening yeah, now.
Here. here we are. Hold on. Ready to rock and roll. Ready to rock and roll. Talk about it. Let's talk to the people. We're in between sets at our show here. Oh, yeah. I'm Pasadena. Brand new venue. We've never played here before, right, Kurt? Never, ever. Never, ever. I'm sorry. Do you this go by newer. Mr. Inspirato on this podcast? <laughs> or is it Kurt? Does everybody know Oh, that's really? good. Yeah, you call me Mr. Inspirato. That's a good one. Inspirato. Yeah. That's good. I'll start being Mr. Inspirato. I think that's perfect. Or is it Mr. Projecto? Because is Inspirato your first name? Oh, that's true. That's a good one. Mr. Projecto. Yeah, Mr. Projecto. I like that. Sounds like Projecto Changeo. Like mm, Projecto Changeo? It sounds like a scientific term. Anyway, we're, we're here. Let me get this door open. <laughs> we're here. At this, Ooh, at this new venue. Yeah. And, uh, the charity. We're having a lovely time. Oh, yeah. He's got... Having a lovely time. Oh, yeah. And we know that they're having a good time, even if they're not dancing. Yes, that's right. That's right. We gotta come back. No, we gotta come back right now. Seven minutes. We got seven minutes. Five minutes. Yeah. We gotta go back already. She said twenty minutes. I know. Well, that was that was like eight minutes ago. Where are we going to? Three. Let's go upstairs, take a piss, and go back now. Kurt, we're not waiting for Kurt. Yeah, we should wait for Yeah. Yeah. He went, he went the timber. Never played here. No. We're gonna be back now. Two minutes. Private. I think private event. Coffee, oh yeah. Go oh, ahead. Go ahead. Try it. Try it. Yeah, I just might like it. At that back door. Uh, back uh, at the back. Back door special. The back door special. This uh, this this looks ab- abnormally large, right? Doesn't it? Like Lily yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomlin would come crawling around the side of that thing. Roseanne, 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 I'll meet you all of the way. I've got stairs in five minutes. Roseanne, Roseanne, or Roseanne. Five minutes, One, three, three, zero. All right, we're about to have a quick drink and then we're going to run back downstairs. Meet you all the way. Sponsored and now it's accepted for university research opportunities. Oh, cool. What so is this? This is a paper you wrote? No, it's a research study that I proposed. Uh, you, you know Avatar The Last Airbender? Uh, yes. So the short version is I postulated that in tandem with, Avatar, with certain episodes of Avatar, basically the whole series, and then uh, a lecture based upon the Southeast Asian security crisis that secondary students are able to perceive the concepts better. So you helped, you came up with analogies that helped them bridge together. Yeah what that is and something that they could actually uh, respond to. Right, so in the most fundamental sense, like the uh, Fire Nation kind of represents North Korea and uh, the Earth uh, Nation represents China. So insofar as the the Fire Nation during the Hundred Years War is uh, trying to claim world dominance through the application of power. So North Korea is talking about like nuclear armaments and stuff. You know, so the Earth Dude. Kingdom represents China insofar as the governing hegemon that's trying to keep them in check. That's incredible. What what other parallels have you discovered? So many, I don't know. Want to, no, dude, come on, come on now. What are some of them? What's one branch of one of them that most excites you? We are like, Eureka! You know, because when that idea happens, when that moment strikes, it's awesome. Can you hold that for me? Oh, Iroh and the T. What's, what's one of them? Iroh and the T. The T represents the liberal neoliberalism theory in IR insofar as that institutions unite countries and it's pushing towards a global regime. Check out Big Brain on Jordan. What's pushing towards a global regime? I'm out. What's the difference between international and global relations? Who knows? <laughs> yes, you. 
Thank you. So, <laughs> Interna- yes, Jordan, go. Interna- the handsome gentleman in the Yachtly crew shirt. Yes. International relations assumes that states are actors together, like in the international community, versus a global a global relations talks about the states united through institutions such as the UN. Right. So, like you know, uh, NATO is another example too. So the North Atlantic Treaty Organization is a is a bond between several institutions to include the United Kingdom, the United States, and Canada, et cetera, and so forth. So the global relations theory assumes that that is the first, uh, it's the predecessor to a global police force. What are the good aspects of that? And the, what are the, the favorable and the non-favorable aspects of that to you? Concessions. So concessions through uh, certain lifestyles, <laughs> like primarily through non-democratic regimes. So for us, you're not going to see a lot of change. But it's postulated that the United States has been a country for about 280-so years, and no nation has survived, no legitimate nation has survived more than 300 years. What, what's that? What are those? As far as, as far as the government goes, you mean? No, and, no, I just mean the general collapse of the regime the is a hegemon. Is, the real question is, do you prefer Indica or Sativa? Indica, man, of course. <laughs> well, no wonder the Sativa's getting you all fucked up when we got here. The real political question, dude. <laughs> I love it. It's awesome. Yay, man. Did you say Yay, man. No, yeah, he, that's Sativa. Yeah, we, all, we only brought some teams. Well, you shouldn't yeah. tell me that. I get too crazy on that shit. So, I can't believe you guys are listening to what this. Are, what it, this is incredible. I've never heard any of this really stuff. Quiet. I can't believe I am, too. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> I was like, all right, keep going. So no, what, cool, man. what are no, what are the cool. things that you stokes, like most for city council? Just remember that. I don't. Uh, hey man, where's the grass? I'll I'll, I'll uh, vote you into whatever is the best spot to vote you into. Well, I mean, just I'm point an, me I'm in that IR, direction. I'm an IR major, but in, I ho- hopefully I want to become a uh, a local politician at some point. You'd be perfect. Yeah, I hope so. Because you can talk. I'm you really good at bullshit. Well, you need somebody that can do a speech. What, what, what else? Hey, I can hey, bullshit I'm in different sorry. languages, too. I'm sorry. Oh, in different languages. Interesting. I don't want someone who can bullshit. I'm sorry. Well, You're great I, I, and everything. I want truth. It I don't want you to bullshit. It is truth. But I'm no, just, but it's yeah. not. If you're spouting out bullshit. What's the difference between truth and bullshit? Facts. What, what do you mean? Because huh? I could bullshit so you with some facts, but they just may not be applicable to the truth but that you're looking bullshit for. bullshit is my perception of it. If it's not based right. in facts, if it's not right, it's not a fact. It's so you're, you can, you can pursue, perceive you're throwing bullshit at me, but if I see it and it's proven as fact, it doesn't matter. It's not bullshit anymore. But it if my bullshit fact. contains fact, then the perception of truth is relative. Mm. Let, me tell you, let me ask you something. I say to you <laughs> that Yachtly Crew has a grand total of nine people working this evening. And that with that, Yachtly Crew has a great staff. That's what I'm arguing right now. Now, hire this man. But, <laughs> but I know now, that Yachtly Crew has a crew of 10 working this evening. Do they? Yes. Count them. That's, that's not pertinent, though. They have seven, seven members in the band plus me makes eight. One and two makes 10. Yeah, it's 10. I didn't count myself. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I concede. <laughs> So yes, you're bullshit. But we are. The second part of your statement was true. So I agree. And what happened in the grass, man? We passed that board like four or five times. Dude, I only got like. I just got into that. Sorry, well, blocks the car when you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna work that way. Thanks for. So just explain more to me. The. All right, all right, all right. So I have an alarm set. We're gonna be back up there. I was told by six forty-five. Okay, well, I got to get up there before 6, I think. That's what Rob told me, and Eric has my number if you want us there sooner. Okay. 
Well, I'm going to... Well, it's 534, which is good. Yeah, I'll probably be up there before then, because I need Because I think they're feeding us at 650. Anyway, whatever the cool thing is, time really is truly relative, and we're creating our own time bubbles based on... It was interesting, the way that you were speak, speaking earlier about the, you know, the relativity of the, of the truth and, the, and facts and you know, all those little things, because really, <clears throat> it's up to the perceiver as to what they want to decide is a truth and something they want to believe in or something they decide to not to. Whatever that reason is, they might match it up with something that you know, terrible happened to them um, long so ago. Like, you're, you know? you're talking physics then. So the way that, the way that I've, been, uh, and I've been going to school for politics... So the you know the best analogy I can give you is parties, political parties. I mean, in itself, you think about it, that's all perception. You have a policy that is conservative most of the time. The liberals, which are the Democrats, in the you know, and this is that's kind of a, a crude definition because there's so many more levels to the various political parties. But you know, let's say I want to I want to create a welfare program, right? I want to create a welfare program that's going to detract funds from the emergency services fund. And uh, that is what that was, that's what we would call a liberal policy, you know, because we're establishing more public programs. So you're taking away from something, but most liberals just see it's progressive, so that's that's they like that. And conservatives like myself, we take a step back and be like, okay, well, hey, let's say that we take five hundred thousand uh, dollars a year away from the fire department. Well, that's five hundred thousand dollars that of work that they could be doing, and that's not to say that they won't do their job to the fullest extent, but that's $500,000 that could be put towards the repairs for their engines, for their, uh, you know, various vehicles, the upkeep of the stations, the overhead, etc. So, there, Alicia's right there. So, let me ask you this. So, let's say, for <laughs> instance, some, someone asks you to describe what your what your key principles are that you'd like to see grown into, uh, well, I'll get in that side. Wait, should we take it? Oh, yeah, yeah. So what do you, what are some of the key principles? Uh, here, I'm going to sit back here. What are some of the key principles that you imagine, uh, would be something that you wanted to see grow within a community? Because basically what I'm imagining politics to be is, it's, it's simply a mindset of wanting to grow a certain culture in a certain direction. You know, I, I would like to see it go this way. Or I, oh, no, thank you. I'd like to see it go in this direction. I'd like to, to see this kind of fair thing happen for these kinds of people, for those kinds of people. So what are those specific things that you really want to help out with, you know, that, that you feel the call to be sort of... It's kind of like, you know, a, every superhero has their their reason why they're fighting for either this particular group or that kind of culture or, you know, fighting against homelessness. Maybe a superhero was once homeless, you know, and bam, now he's a superhero. You know, whatever, whatever their stance is, what's yours? You know, Bruce, Bruce Wayne is trying to, you know, my stance. Yeah. I'm a broke ass motherfucker going to college right now. And I'm living off the kindness of others to get through, to get my degree and get my ideas out there. So with that, there are so many other people like me out there that just don't have the resources. So a lot of us are caught in the poverty trap that's inherent when you study these things in politics and economics. So I postulate that if you take programs, these public programs that people are so reliant on, and you shift it from them just receiving the benefits to them having to work for it, then you establish training. 
then you establish the potential to do something beyond collection. So my goal is to take, and it's worked in several other states, and I want to do this in California, is implement a work for welfare program. So take all these people that are underprivileged and they're caught in this poverty, poverty, poverty trap and they can't do anything about it, instead of just collecting welfare, now they can go to school on the government's dime, get a degree and, or a certification of some sort where they can start participating in a trade. At that point, you're not only fueling the workforce, you're phasing out this generation of people who are unfortunately reliant on the government, and that's not what they need to do. So, again, my goal is uh, to establish a feasible and effective and fair work-for-welfare program. It's not going to hurt anybody, but just basically phase us into a different sort of economic mindset. Is it, uh, I'm getting the vibe that it's a win-win situation? No, not necessarily. I'm going to be honest with you. To establish some sort of policy like that, you're going to fuck some people over. You know, a lot of these people who don't, who don't meet the criteria that we would have to establish as parameters for the policy, like, you know, income level. Mm. There's always loopholes. I've gotten caught in them. It's ridiculous. But, you know, you have to what take... What are the things that, you know, when you find it like that edge of, you know, where the black hole becomes just regular space, what, 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 <laughs> where are you willing to tear at those seams, basically? Like... That's the million dollar question. When you get caught in the event horizon, you have to have the right propulsion system to get out. And sometimes in politics, we don't know what kind of propulsion system we're going to need to do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, yeah, you're not going to know whether you're on the edge or not until you're halfway over that cliff. So I guess, it, you know, it's so interesting because every single, you know, Alan Watts talks about how they, you know, the yin-yang, the, the, the good, bad. The, it's, it's, they're both the same thing, but they're either one side or the other side of the coin. And what's interesting for every single argument that I've noticed that... Um, is out there for one thing is, you know, a bazillion all kinds of other perceived realities and arguments and uh, paradigms uh, that that someone else holds close to and near and dear to that are just as strong and, and solid as the other person's. And so it's interesting because it feels to me that ultimately it really comes down to that individual choice and how they're going to live and accepting that responsibility of going, hey, you know what? My thoughts, my ideas are making the ground I'm walking on. My perception is, is, is magnetizing the particular circumstances in my life, um, you know, and tracing those roots down into what, what really are the reasons why those evolve in that fashion. You know, because some people play a victim role. They say, oh, all this stuff bad happens to me. Well, I bet you if we just... You're going to a lot of layers. What's your <laughs> right? question? What are you getting at? Well, what I'm curious about is, like, wh- what, what are you going to give yourself a label? Are you going to give yourself sort of your own creation of a kind of political side? What do you mean, like establishing my own political party? Yeah, I mean, okay, are, are you Republican or Democrat, or does that matter? Yeah, or it doesn't is matter. Is it your own you thing? Know, I actually it's a human. I register as Republican, but because mm-hmm. I, I typically vote conservative, because unfortunately... Whereas I, I agree with all the liberal policies that are trying to be pushed, for example, like gay marriage, that's stupid that we don't have that enacted right now, or, uh, you know, low-income housing development projects, that's just stupid, like it benefits everybody, but, you know, the economic side of, dem- of the Democratic Party is very lacking, and if you see, you can see in history, especially in the United States, that the majority of Republican presidents that have been in office 
uh, in tandem, and I, I stress this, in tandem with the legislative branch, Congress and the House of Reps, majority Republican, meaning both houses, or at least... Is it? Oh, yeah, okay. Two of the three, because the judicial branch has fluctuated in that scenario a couple of times. But when we see a predominantly conservative government in the United States, we've seen a flourishing of economics. Mm -hmm. And people tend to make more money, inflation is down, jobs are at a high. Now, when you have a Democratic majority, we don't see that as much. Now, let's take into account, you know, the Clinton administration. Great time for America. People were working, the internet had become a big thing, and it had become uh, uh, standardized, so that way we could actually make capital on it and gain. So, the, the thing with that is, if you, look at, if you look at who was in the House and who was in the courts, it was predominantly Republican. So Clinton, whereas he got a lot of things passed, there were many, many, many things that were vetoed because they were deemed unbenef unbeneficial to the American economy. I think so that answers your question. In the grand, yeah. What, like, I mean, would you, would you, uh, would you want to be pigeonholed into any specific sort of uh, identity since you have so many grand ideas? Well, nobody wants to be pigeonholed, but the unfortunate stance—that's the society we live in. Taken to the count 1918 and World War One should be continued. Hey, look at this guy, dude! Good to see you guys. Good to see you guys. Wow, look at this guy. Do you, are, so you're still, are you still working here? Oh my god, we're at a private party next door. Dude, yeah, yeah, especially if you get your, your hat. I do. I do. It'll look like you're just part of the. You're just part of the crew. You're like, dude, that's what's so good, guys. You have to sneak your way in there, you know, and it's like. It becomes this fun little, like, dude, because you're, you're so familiar with us. We're so familiar with you that, dude, you just easily shuffle right into the group, man. And it's like some kind of charity or something. Dude, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, it's so kick-ass, man. It's so kick-ass. Do you still, do you still work over there? Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. My mom came out, because tonight I was supposed to be Joe Perry from Aerosmith, and my mom and brother are in town, but they ended up having to cancel, so we have the suite tonight. Oh, my God. You know what's so crazy clean is... Up, clean uh, up. Huh? Ready to clean up? The band tape, have they played yet? Nah. They're playing at the Rose tonight. Really? I think No, they're not. Because uh, tonight's just Neptune, Blue, and, uh, and Sweet. Wait. Oh, I thought they were opening up for Sweet. They told me they were going to be opening up for Sweet. That's so crazy. Anyway, um, we just thought it was strange because we recently played with that band tape, and it was like their second show, and that just astonished me because they just... They just had this confidence of like, hey, you know, we just want to create this project, and everybody just kind of gave into it. And man, it was just, it was just really cool yeah. music. It's just really cool, dude. It's so awesome that you're here, man. It's so great, dude. Oh my God, you, yeah, you gotta uh, stop by. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Oh, the girl. Oh, God, you're still about this. What are you going to use this crap for? You well, this is like for my future self. Yeah. Wait, which direction do I walk in to get back to where I need to go? Where you need to go? Yeah. Carry on straight. You're going to follow the hallway, turn left when you get to the second doorway, and you're going to take the elevator up to the second floor, and then from there... You're gonna exit through the hallway. Oh yeah. Outside. Yeah. Okay. It's on the second floor, you say? No, the apartment's on the third floor. Oh, third floor. But gotcha, you have gotcha. to, You have to get to the second floor through here. Oh shit. It okay. Up, the service elevator doesn't go up to the third. Okay, floor. so I'm gonna t turn left here. Take the service elevator to where we were loading in. Service elevator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second floor. Okay. And you get out. They call Rob. Okay. Okay. Cool, dude. I'll I'll ask you more about all of your political stuff because it, it's intriguing to me. Okay. And tell me about all the crazy other stuff. All right, guys. Take care. All right. We're going on a journey right now.
going on a journey right now. I only had one shot of Jack Daniels. Only one. Right, go back to where we load in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Second floor. All right. Second floor. I do believe we're going the right way. So just to let you know, this feels like a maze, a really crazy maze. Oh my God. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna record the video of this.